0: You're listening to the Westminster Canterbury Tales podcast, creating community to foster joy and well-being. Thanks for listening. My name is Susan Boland. I teach memoir writing at Westminster Canterbury. The essay I'm going to read to you addresses why I do this as a volunteer every year. So why do you do this every year? This question was posed to me by a WC resident at the close of the last memoir writing class with a group of residents at Westminster Canterbury. I struggled to answer her question stumbling over my words. However as I drove home I thought it time for me to put the answer to that question into words. Almost 10 years ago I met my friend at a woman's prayer group at my church. 20 years my senior, she'd emigrated from Ireland when she was 21, with a nursing degree in hand. My friend married, having one daughter before the marriage fell apart. This left her a single mother in New York City in the 50s, decades before the women's movement. Her plight was not easy, but she persevered. 50 years later, upon her retirement as a corporate nurse for Exxon, She moved to a townhouse near the ocean in Virginia Beach. Her years in the townhouse ended upon her breaking her hip, and she needed help with her move to Westminster Canterbury. This was a challenge for her, both mentally and physically, and in helping her with this transition, we bonded. But her health deteriorated as she suffered a series of falls and infections she passed away at the close of her first year at Westminster Canterbury. She was estranged from her only daughter, who had also stopped communication with her five grandchildren. She never shared the details of this arrangement, nor did I ever ask, but when she asked me to serve as executor of her estate, I was aware there really was no one else, so of course I said yes. One of my first duties was to clear out her apartment at Westminster Canterbury, and among her things, I came across a journal she'd kept with an introduction addressed to her five grandchildren by name. As I thumbed through it, I saw that she'd fallen into the common trap of journals, as page after page told of appointments kept, lunch dates, shopping done, movies seen, meals eaten. Not a word addressing the remarkable woman I'd come to know. As executor of her estate, each time one of her five grandchildren turns 21, I write a check for a considerable amount of money for someone so young. I've already done this four times, and each time I walk away from the event telling myself that this is nothing but wrong, wrong, wrong. All they get is the money, but not a word about the woman, their grandmother a woman who struggled as a young immigrant, taken advantage of so badly at first that her close friend who emigrated with her went home after the first year. But my friend did not want to hear her mother say, I told you so. So my friend stayed alone and persevered. She would have lost her job at the age of 53 when Exxon moved the corporate office from Manhattan to Washington, DC. She loved her life in Manhattan but the job security with Exxon, as well as her pending retirement, forced the move. But not only did she have to move to DC, she also had to learn how to drive. At 53, she took driving lessons in Manhattan, as well as her driving test, and she didn't pass the first time. My friend would quip to anyone who admired an oil painting of a rocky beach on the ocean, which hung in a prestigious spot in her apartment, That's where I come from, Ireland. The woman whose heart was broken on her last Easter Sunday as other residents' families poured in with flowers and boxes of chocolates for their parents and grandparents, but she didn't even get a phone call. These are stories as well as others that her grandchildren should know for each holds a life lesson unto itself. So this is why I teach memoir writing at Westminster Canterbury. I'm trying to correct a wrong, and ensure that when a senior sits down to write their memoir, they don't get lost in luncheon dates and hair appointments, but write to the essence of who they are. For if this is not written down, no one will ever know about when you persevered, when all was against you, or that difficult decision you once had to make, fond memories of the place where you grew up, or how much you loved your family. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Westminster Canterbury Tales podcast. Thank you for listening.